Yeah. And it's like, not us. We got to, you know, we can't keep helping these cats on Wall Street. We got to help out Main Street. And then you look around at their, you know what I'm saying, th- you know what I'm saying, first quarter portfolios <laughs> and Wall Street, you know what I'm saying, is All up being down very down. generous to right. them, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm sorry, like, Kwame, you just said, you just said cats on Wall Street, and it just made me think of just like, literal cats. Calicos. Cheshire cats, you know what I'm saying, in top hats and monocles strolling down, swinging the old timey timepiece. You know what I mean? Like, closing a deal. Like, look, you tell him to make this happen right meow. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can't deny it because it's so cute. So it's just like, damn. You just get everything. To another week of Defcon Jive. This is your boy Cannon, aka Christ's son Wince. Bat- I'm ra- rising up every Sunday to baptize these players on the football field. BKA Michael Che Guerrero. I'm starting my Marxist revolution every Saturday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo. It's your boy Remy, aka Donald Trump. I came grossly unprepared for this shit. BKA <laughs> <laughs> 2016. I'm laying waste to all your childhood heroes. Oh. CK. Oh, don't do that. CKA do Hulk Hoboken. Running a train in New Jersey never went so wrong. <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> Hulk Hoboken. Yo. Anyway. Yo. That's it, man. I'm Remy, by the way. How y'all doing? Appreciate it. Yo, I mean, it's LeBron James Bond, bro. AKA Yo Grammy Grams. AKA Barkus Barriota. <laughs> <laughs> yo, let's just get into this shit, yo. <laughs> Stupid, bro. Alright, what up? It's your boy Skip to my Lou Alcinder. Mm. You got a few moves, but I changed the game. Oh. A- AKA <laughs> Reggie Millie Vanilli. You can't perform in the clutch. CKA. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell Wilson Fisk. Ooh. Violators. Violators get their lives exposed. Their sons raised by a better man. And I ain't got to lift a finger to do it. <laughs> Finally, DKA Stokely Carmichael. But you can just call me Kwame. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that was good. It was good. All right. Okay, then. Wow. All right, then. So, as usual, before we even get into the real topics, we got to update you on our squads. My squad and Kwame squad, the Eagles and the Packers, both on bye weeks. Um, Eagles still in first place, though. Uh, boom. Boom. Your Cowboys just beat up on Big Steve's uh, 49ers. 
Ooh, come come back, baby. So they're three and one. Dak and Zeke, man. Can't I can't front on it. Can't front on it. Listen, man. Uh-huh. Listen, cats are gonna start listening to my predictions, bro. I said early in the season, dog. Romo was out of here, bro. In you the did. preseason. You've been saying that for a while. You know what I'm saying? I was like, dog, Dak is about to take his job. I didn't know that he was gonna break his back and that we're gonna have to like replace it with like Laffy Taffy or whatever whatever they <laughs> the, the Romo spine replacement <laughs> surgery. <laughs> Consist of you call did you call him Right. Like yo, they they just using different like materials at this point, dog. You know what I'm saying? Did you call did you call you call Romo Gumbercules? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Listen, man. So yeah, man. Can't hey. cannot front on the Cowboys. What's up, Kwame? I was just gonna say straight up, dog. Run it back, you know what I'm saying? Call back to, to whenever we did our, you know what I'm saying, season predictions. I told you. You know what I'm saying? Dak and Zeke, they got too many weapons out there. You you you're gonna be straight. As much as I hate to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, unfortunately. LeBron James Bond, your Saints, one and two. Listen. They finally Listen. got that win in a crazy game against uh, San Diego. Hey, yo, ever since they traded them, Drew Brees has not lost against the San Diego Chargers, dog. That's Petty Kruger, bro. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> that Petty Wop. Okay, all right. Um, Remy's Browns hour. lost to the Redskins. Yeah. So they're 0-4. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you, did you say Remy's Browns? Everyone says I feel that. Like we go through this every episode. Every episode, dog. <laughs> every like you know, I mean, we missing were, joints. You know, what when saying? we were but picking like, teams and, and like uh, before the season started, you know, what I'm saying like I wanted, uh, I wanted my man Bob Griffin. Yeah, I was about to say you know he was, was rolling with Bob Griffin. I, I, I was rolling with Bob, Bob Griffin, Griffin to turn you off, <laughs> and I just wanted to see him do well. You know, what I'm saying like especially against his his home team, his old team. You know, what I'm saying, but fail. Hey, <clears throat> but shout out, shout out to your man's though. Terrell Pryor, you know what I mean? For, for continually balling out. As a wide receiver, how, how crazy is that? That's really crazy. Yo, let me tell you, though, you know what I'm saying? Let me preface this by saying, you know, I'm praying for Josh Gordon. I want him to get it together, bro. But let okay. me say this, man. Like, I put all my chips on on, on Josh Gordon in the fantasy league, thinking <laughs> I was going to be on some Phil Jackson shit. And, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to just have him off in the cut. You know what I'm saying? Week five, throw Josh Gordon in the lineup. He's going to be getting buckets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, pretty sound strategy. You know what yep. I mean? I tell you, bro. Like, when that, new, when that news broke, <laughs> super wrong, man. Super wrong. But let me also, you know, my fantasy football integrity in my other league, like a dude proposed me a trade. I, it, was, it was Alfred Morris for uh, Josh Gordon straight up. This is like hours before that news broke. And I was like... I had to text him like, "Yo, I can't do this to you, man. I can't hit you with the I can't hit you with the trade Okie doke, the Don King joint, like <laughs> straight, straight Don King of the fantasy league, straight doing you dirty." So I had to hit him up like, "Nah, man, send him the link." He's just like, "Wow," and I was like, "Yeah." Like, I just need, I just need, you know, what I'm saying, uh, Jeremy Macklin to get like two touchdowns today. Yeah, and that was you that mean, was going to be the final update. Scrap man, Chiefs are playing right been, now. He's been waiting for that for like three years, though, Kwame. <laughs> yeah, he just. Mm. I mean, like, he went, I know, he I know. From, I've been in this fantasy game, baby. You know, what I'm saying, I know as a GM, <laughs> yo, <laughs> ripping up pictures, like. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> this isn't gonna work out. No, I outsmarted myself. So yeah, yeah, you did. That's what I'm saying. You should have asked. Is that, is that what it is? Cool, cool. I'm gonna just use that thing, man. I was too smart. My moves were too smart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually ahead of their time, son. Chip right. Kelly, son. That's the real. Chip Kelly strategy right there. You right. think it's too far ahead. It's real though. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking nine moves ahead and the game ends in eight, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Backgammon. <laughs> Mancala, the joint with the late stones. You all the you're all the way off, bro. <laughs> like, like horribly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this weekend, so this is going to be kind of a TV heavy show. Uh, this weekend, we got blessed by Marvel's Luke Cage and, uh, yeah. Me and you, LeBron James Bond, we finished it. Kwame, you said you're up to episode eight or nine. Yeah, I'm about halfway through. And and uh, Remy and Boom, y'all haven't watched any part of it, right? Nah, nah, I said, I, I, I'm up to episode five, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about it in broad terms, no spoilers. <clears throat> we're going to try not to spoil anything. Cannon, um, Cannon you, you know what I'm saying? Get your super editor mode going because something might slip. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm so we can talk in the general yeah yeah so let me start with you lbj since you finished it um how do you feel about the whole thing overall um it was really good you know what i'm saying like ended up being really well done in addressing and integrating certain topics in a way that you know i didn't give it credit you know what i'm saying it it handles them really smart you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and so like I enjoyed that aspect of it. You know what I mean? Uh, Kwame, you said you were on, like, episode eight. Did you finish that joint? Um, nah, I think I fell asleep on it, so I'm going to start. Okay, so, again. like, around then is when I started to be like, okay, yeah, this is dope as shit. Mm. Like, around okay. episode eight, nine, and then going into, like, the finale stretch. You know what I'm saying? Mm, right. But that's when it really started to, like... I can I can see why you said that. I can, yeah. I can understand that. Like, cause cause like really like, a lot of the threads are coming together. You know what I'm saying? And you know a lot of the layers are getting peeled back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, just from a tone aspect, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they did a lot of things that was really dope. And the story ended mm-hmm. up taking hold in the latter half of the season, and really, you know. Going to some places that I didn't really expect, which I thought was pretty dope as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, beautiful black women all throughout. Listen. Yeah, let me look. 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 Like, look. Listen. Like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard. They, they can, they can, like, they got Luke, you know what I'm saying? Because Luke's going to have his own following ship as, like, a sex symbol or whatever. You know what I mean? And yo, but listen, Rosario, man. Rosario Dawson and Simone Missick. Listen. Shout out to Simone, HU graduate. Shouts out to that. So I, 
So I was going to piggyback off of what you said, said a uh, uh, young Chris. The I feel like this whole series, there's not one like big blowout episode. I think the whole thing together yeah. is a really, really solid, really good story from right. beginning to end. Um, I compare it to the first season of Daredevil. Whereas yeah. the first season of Daredevil, you did have that hallway scene, that one shot fight, right. which was amazing. Right. But overall, the whole thing kept you watching. It kept you addicted. I think that this show is the same in that regard. And unlike um, Daredevil season two, where you had one part of it was the Punisher, the other part was Elektra. Um, right. it, and it felt kind of. Um, no, there was there was only the Punisher. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like a mismatch. It was almost like, and I think I think we're far enough that we can talk about some part, some aspects of that. Where I I didn't like any of the Electra stuff in in season two. I felt right. like it slowed down the story. I felt the Punisher stuff was really strong and really interesting. Yeah, um, I mean it was. So because of that, I feel like Luke Cage is better than season two of Daredevil. I feel like it's somewhat on par with Jessica Jones, maybe a little bit better. Whereas Jessica Jones didn't even have a lot of fighting, period. Most of it was psychological and um, story-driven and character-driven. Where this is a good mix of, you know, it's like police procedural plus crime drama plus hood tales. You know what I mean? Shout out to Char. She pointed out that, and I didn't even make this, uh, this connection. She was like, this reminds me a lot of New York Undercover. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's... Yeah, yeah right. and um, this is not a spoiler at all. The the one of the villains in the joint owns a club, and uh, she's she's pointed out how the music from the club and the music period kind of like translates to New York Undercover. How that used to be. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I said that, I said that myself. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that vibe. So, you know what I mean? Like and man, I appreciated um, it. The music is pro. The, so I would say fire. the music is a character in the show. Hey man, them, them drums on the opening on the intro, bro. You yeah, vicious, vicious. Adrian Young and Ali like Shaheed Muhammad. And you like, like yeah. right, right. Yeah. I was like, yo, back by Ali Shaheed Muhammad. Like, man, right. right. You got your uh, Lucy Pearl uh, uh, half reunion right there. Um, so yeah, the music is is fantastic. There's so many hip hop references. There's, a lot. there's like, there's. I was. I, I appreciate thought about keeping a running count. I, I'm I, gonna have to I watch it again to count everything. Yeah, every single one of them. I appreciate. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, and most people know this. Every title of every show is named after a gangstar song. So you, uh, so you have a title. Uh, one of the show titles is "Step Into the Arena." Another yeah. one is "Soliloquy of Chaos." Another one is "Dwick." So, like. <laughs> That tells you what kind of vibe they're going for. So I think overall, it's really good, really strong. Where they end off, I'm ready for season two. And son, please, if anybody is listening to this with some power or can pass it to somebody with some power, Misty Night series, please. Yeah, yeah. This, that's a please. good segue. That's a good segue into my my main takeaways for this joint. You know what I'm saying? Well, hold on. Let me let me <clears throat> let me catch up on. Yeah, One of the do. things that you guys brought up, which is um, the comparison to Daredevil. Mm. Um, one thing I'll say about, about Daredevil, because I had this, kind of the same feeling about 
you know, the first season of Daredevil, where other than that hallway, you know, saying one shot, um, it was kind of a solid, um, cohesive story that kind of drew you along. Uh, whereas compared to Daredevil 2, there were those kind of like mind blowing um, episodes, specifically with the Punisher, mm-hmm. that kind of like, you know what I'm saying? That was awesome. That makes me want to watch more. Okay, Electra's on. I guess I'll watch it just to see if anything happens. Um, but with Daredevil, you had, you know, um, incredible um, personas that were clashing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. had the Kingpin, you had Daredevil himself, um, you had the. Uh, the the you know the dare the the, the and you didn't even get to see the kingpin until like episode oh man like three or four yeah, or something like it wasn't that. even that early I think it was like five or six I mean you had right. the, you had the Russian brothers or whatever it was you had the um uh, was it was it the bullseye character or whatever um in that in that first season um but it with with Luke Cage like their their story is there like like you said it's like a new york undercover like i was thinking of it it was like this reminds me of something like you know i mean a supernatural or or superhero version of like the wire you know what i mean Mm, like where you've got yeah yeah where you've Mm. got the villains on on one side that you care about you know what i mean you got the cops and the good guys on one side that you care about and it's how they play out and how they interact that you're kind of riding the fence like i i don't know which way this is going to go i don't know which way this is going to work out right and that kind of pulls you. It kind of pulls you along. My main issue um, is the choreography. Yeah, yeah, we need to talk about this. Uh, and we can, and we can, we can bump on that a little bit later. But that's that's like that's the indeed <laughs> that's the only thing that's kind of like pulling me out a little bit as I'm trying to immerse myself in that show. No, but I, I mean, I, I feel you on that. You know, um, Daredevil. I, I like Cannon's comparison to the first season of Daredevil. And how the story arc, you know what I'm saying, kind of progresses. Because that's how I felt. Even though Daredevil leads off with him, like, being a ninja and whooping his asses in, like, the first episode. So you're just like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you know. And season two of Daredevil is about the Punisher. Everybody knows that. I mean, the character so popular. They didn't have plans for a Punisher series, you know what I'm saying, until the success of him playing the Punisher on Daredevil. And then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Punisher series is a go. Bam. And it's so it's so crazy, that casting. Like, you look at John Bergdahl, and you're like, that's the Punisher. Oh, man. Like, I can't see him as anybody else but the Punisher. Yeah. He is yeah. Frank Castle. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, and that, and that, it had the, you know, that's saying a lot because he was, he was shamed from The Walking Dead up until, was. Up until that was. And it was just like, nah, right. man. That's a Punisher, though. That's Frank Castle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Remy, like... Remy, you up to five. What do you think? Yo, um, I got to say, like, uh, like to piggyback of what Kwame was saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to say, like, uh, like, at least, uh, like, at least up to the point where I'm at, there's no, like, clear-cut, like, villain. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I like I, I rock with your boy Remy dancing, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a that's a... That's a House of Cards reference, but uh, your, boy, your, boy, yeah. your boy Stokes, you know, what I'm saying like, like I understand that character, dog. Like he's not, he's not necessarily a bad guy, man. He's just out here trying to get money, dog. I know, that, I know right. that dude. You know, what I'm saying right, I'm just, right. I'm with, I'm with school with that dude. You know, what I'm saying right. <laughs> <laughs> he half legit, half in the streets. Legit, you know, you know he's just trying to do his in thing. The streets, you know, what I'm saying like, if he, you know, like he, he on a club. You know, what I'm saying if he, if he, if he peddle a couple of dime bags on the on the corner. 
you know what I'm saying, on the late night, you know what I'm saying, ain't, ain't shit, you know what I'm saying? That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, no that's, harm, that's no foul, him. baby. And then, like, like, is that his, um, like, I, like I'm, I, I'm not giving anything away. Is that his mom's, uh, what's his name, like, Alfie Waters? No, no, no. No, or is that, no. that's his cousin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're family, yeah. Okay. And let me let me let me piggyback off of something that Remy just said, and this this is kind of like what kind of conceptualizes the difference between Daredevil to me and Luke Cage right now. Like casting is everything. Mm-hmm. Like you look at Fisk from Daredevil, and you're like, that is that is that is when I see Wilson Fisk, that's what I think about. You know, what I'm saying he's Wilson Fisk. When you see the when you see the Punisher, like that's him. That's him. That's the Punisher right yeah. there. His persona, the way he carries himself, the way he acts, like, and then, and then in in the first season of Daredevil, you know, what I'm saying the Kingpin, like he wasn't, he didn't even think of himself as a bad guy no. until like the end of the story, like it was about, a, you know, what I'm saying, and 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 Chris, you know about this from like writing and stuff, like it was a it was a clear clash of goals and objectives. It wasn't like bad guy and good guy. It was like two dudes. You didn't know who was the bad guy. You didn't know who was the good guy because both of them were operating outside of the law, trying to accomplish something that they felt would better the city. And that conflict is what drove that story forward. You know what I mean? Um, and and right now with with Luke Cage, I see I can see the 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 threads of the conflict. And again, maybe I haven't made it all the way to the end. You know what I'm saying for it to manifest clearly. But I can see the threads of the conflict. But it's not like it's not. It's not gelling for me just quite yet. As it will. Like, it will. Something major, major happens around episode eight, nine, and it, it everything like changes. That's so, what I said. I think uh, episode eight might be my favorite episode of of the entire season. Yeah, you know it's it's wild. Um, I hope that you don't consider this a spoiler, but it's like in the middle of the series. It's almost like a like if this was on TV. The middle of this series would be the fall finale, the way that. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I think I'm past that point. I've seen. Okay. I, I know. I know what you're talking about there. Um, yeah, it's, and, it's real um, interesting how they did that because then you get to like the second half and like everything changes. Right. Right. And um, it's I, I'm, I'm like I'm watching it. I'm, it it pulls me in. And here's here's how you know when I am fully committed in the show or not. Like with that first Daredevil, I watched it in I want to say a 30 hour period. Mm. You know what I mean? Like with with Luke Cage right now, I'm like I'm watching two or three episodes. I'm like, all right, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm moving on to do to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, that for the second the second season of Daredevil, those those first four or five Punisher episodes, like I watched and binged on them, and was like, I need more. And then Electra came into the picture, and I was like, all right, I can. You know, we can yeah, kind of slow yeah. it down right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> Go ahead. Yo, but I mean, Electra Electra doesn't empower anybody, dog. Like, that that'll that'll get to my point about this Misty Stone, and we're gonna talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Not, not Misty Stone, son. Not Misty right, Stone. Right, right, right. Whoa, <laughs> no, whoa, no, 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 no. Freudian slip there. Freudian slip. Freudian slip. There, young slip. Chris. Misty Knight, son. Misty Knight. Yeah. Yo, listen. You know it's saying? an equal porn name, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my main my main takeaways since we can only talk about like broad strokes, you know what I'm saying? But like Boss. right. Um I think Marvel is kind of genius for going this route with their Netflix lineup eventually leading to a team up. It's going to be like the Netflix Avengers, bro. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, not to, you know, I'm I'm trying to tiptoe around shit. You know what I'm saying? Because people haven't seen it, but you know, I feel like the way oh, that coming. that is headed, yeah. And well, I mean, it's it's already been announced in the public. Yeah, what is yeah, what yeah, is yeah, that yeah. group called? Yeah. So uh, yeah, the, the Defenders is coming the defenders. out yeah, yeah, next yeah. year. It's going to be Daredevil, um, Luke Cage. Is it a boy? Uh... Um, Iron Hand or yeah, Iron Fist, Iron Fist, Iron and Hand. Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's going to be all four of them. So um, Yo, let me let me say real Iron quick. Hand, like uh, like the like the Bizarro Iron Man, Iron Hand. <laughs> but I will say, so so the thing is, at the end of the first season, you're like you don't at the end of the first season of Daredevil, you're like I don't know how Daredevil's going to end. I figure he's going to get his suit, but how is he going to get there? And um, they take a little bit away from that because they've already announced the Defenders, and you know Luke Cage is going to be in the Defenders, so you know that he's going to make it out of this season. But I think they do a really good job of, like, the twist and turns. It's like, how is he going to make it out of this season, you know? Well, and, and the other thing with Daredevil is that's, like, that's, Again, that's the genius, I think, of the um, the development of that storyline and that season. Like he didn't, he doesn't start off, you know, what I'm saying with his, you know, with the stick. He doesn't start off with the with the suit or anything. Like he's working his way up from just a grimy, you know, getting his butt whooped sometimes to. Oh, he got his you know ass saying? whooped in that first episode. Like it's, it's. I mean, like that's that's awesome. Like you're seeing this dude grinding his way up. You know what I'm saying to be an act, an, an actual recognized superhero. You know what I'm saying from his from his beginnings, and um, like the way that was structured was awesome. And you see the you see the same thing kind of happening. Like I think there's a formula here. Like you see the the same thing kind of happening with uh, with Luke Cage, um, and the development, the backstory, and all of that jazz. Like I think it's building up to a. I mean, I might, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what time I, I get out of here. But it'll, it'll definitely be done by tomorrow. I might watch a few tonight. Okay. Um. Before we before we exit the Luke, the Luke Cage talk, let's talk about your beef with the choreography, Kwame. Yeah, Kwame, what, what do you mean by that, man? Like, Look, man. You mean like... All right. There's... Um, he, wanted more dance, he wanted more dance fighting. I think he did. It's like... Uh, I mean, think of... All right, so... I'm looking at I'm looking at Luke Cage. I'm looking at his strengths, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? He can't be he can't be shot, right? You know what I'm saying? They're, they're shooting at him, bullets bounce off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh super strong, superhuman strength, incredible, yep. right? Um, I don't see there's certain parts that I can see where he's using that, where they've used that to his advantage, but I feel like it's not I mean, I don't know, maybe he's just that not that type of dude to be doing some of this stuff. He's not. But like, you know what I mean? He punches into the wall, he gets the pipe, right? It's and that this is all from the um, from the trailer. This is all from the trailer, so yeah. I'm not I'm not spoiling anything. You know what I'm saying? He punches into the wall, you know what I'm saying, or he rips the door off of the car and gets the shield and walks in the building, right? Like all dope things. But I feel like they missed a chance, right? Like if this is all these are all good fights, but I haven't encountered one yet that was a great fight. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking of, you know what I'm saying, um, and, it, and it doesn't have to be a, a one shot or it doesn't have to be a specifically choreographed moment, but I'm thinking of season two Daredevil, right? Punisher mm-hmm. in the jail, right? Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. That's stuck Shank with Castle. you. 
Exactly. That that stuck with you, you know what I'm saying, into the next episode. You're like, duh, that's that's entirely crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and it's like the action is good action, but it's like not great action. It's, and at and least in, in my opinion. This is the um this is the and I think this is what I think a part of it is not really about the action, but go ahead, Remy. This is the this is the, the like the Superman conundrum. He's like, How can you make this exciting when nothing can hurt this dude? Mm-hmm. You know, and so like, and like, at least, at least where I'm standing, like, where where I'm at, like, I'm on like, I'm only on like episode five or whatever. Like, I'm just like, how is this gonna, how is this gonna resolve itself? Like, cause I like, I don't see a conflict here. I see him, you know, like pissing people off. See Luke Cage pissing people off, and then people try coming to try to like uh, get like retribution for whatever he did, and they can't really do nothing to him. Like, there's there's no conflict, right? Mm. Yeah, but, uh, I'd say. For- yeah, I say for you, Remy, you got to keep watching. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 like, no. I, I, like they've Kwame alluded too. to some things. They've alluded to some things that 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 can affect him. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. So, so I feel but, like you got to do like, that too. But like, it, like, like, you got to think about it. Like, if you're super strong, nothing really hurts you. Like, what are those fights gonna look like? I think those fights. I think those fights look like exactly what's on Luke Cage, dog. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was gonna be my point. Um, I think that the Daredevil. And like I said, there's really no fighting in Jessica Jones, so we gotta we gotta take that out. Um, for Daredevil though, he's a trained martial artist. Him and Elektra are trained martial artists, so I think those fights are going to look a lot different than what Luke Cage is going to be. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, you know, the martial arts in Iron Fist is probably going to be amazing too. So you're going to have that type of choreography. But Luke yeah. Cage's fighting style, he's a wrecking ball. <clears throat> So you see in the promo with um, uh, what what's, what's the old Dirty Bastard song that they use? Shimmy for that? man, shimmy 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 y'all. Yeah, shimmy, yeah. shimmy y'all. Uh, they so changed perfect. that in the show. He doesn't listen to that. He listens to another Wu joint. But um, the promo with him walking into that building and just wrecking shit—that's him. So I feel like the fight scenes were made for how his character is and how his character is in the comics. Because he's, oh, no, no, no. he's just right, a wrecking right, ball, right. you know? No, no, no. I, I, I understand that. Like, I understand the design of the of the fight scenes and whatnot. I'm talking about the specific um, actions within the actual fight scenes. Like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of times where it's like... You want Luke Cage to be on some Crouching Tiger shit, dog? No, I want him, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to grab a man's face and shove it through a door. I mean, you, know what I mean? you, you want You that. want the Punisher. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yo, like, Luke Cage don't even want to be a hero, let alone, like, punch through somebody's face, bro. <laughs> he threw he, he throw somebody through the ceiling. I mean, he does, but, like, he could rip him in half. <laughs> like, yes, he could. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, he doesn't, like that's, the, that's the whole thing. Is his, he's reluctant. We're all talking about the same joint. Like, you, like, if you, like, if you do recall, you know what I'm saying, like, after that, you know, like, they, they cut to, like, Misty, Misty Knight at the... Police stations is like yeah, like thirty dudes got their ass whooped last night, but nobody died. Right, like like he, right. like he like he goes out of his way to not kill people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't. I mean, you could put a man through a wall a few <laughs> times and he'll still be, you know, he'll still live. So like, I, I feel like what I'm doing right here is I'm nitpicking and mm-hmm. I'm comparing, like you said, and it, and it could be unfair comparisons. But what I see right now is, you know, what I'm saying like. It's a like Remy said. It's a classic conundrum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If nothing can hurt this dude, how I feel like the you have to do something to make the fight scenes um, stand out a little bit to give him some conflict. Because right now, you know, 
uh, you know, it, things are coming up. But right now, at least in the early part, things that would you know get and retain viewers, there's no um, all right big big you know what I'm saying portion that kind of pushes you on. You know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna table this now because like. You guys got to finish watching this shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's it. The whole dynamics of this conversation Boom, be different. Boom has to start watching. Yo, but canon, like, a Misty Night series would definitely be hard. Like, yeah, I need I, a I Misty see. Night series. Yo, so she's bad. like, that would be like, she's like homegirl from SVU, except like, exactly. she'd be super powered and that would be exactly. dope as fuck. Like, even if, it, even if it was on ABC and it was just a police procedural set in the Marvel Universe. Like, just give me more Misty Knight because that character is so fantastic. Body um, Yo, like the, she, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to give shouts out to Homegirl playing uh, Misty Knight. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted um, to definitely give a shout out to Alfred Woodard for bodying that joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. again. Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about that real quick. No, How, we can't. We can't. We can't go, really go deep into it, bro. We can't. You know but the fact that these you have these strong black women up front the whole way. Yeah, and man. you listen. know, and add in add in Claire Danes, the night nurse. Um, Yo, listen, listen here. Like, I mean, there's there's not much that really needs to be said about that. <laughs> like, she's been holding it down. Yo, you know scenes with now. with Misty and Claire, excellent. You know what I'm saying? Excellent. Like, excellent. They really like people really body their respective roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and, we, we talked a lot about Luke because he's the title character, but make no mistake, these two women. Are yeah. like they're like, like I said. I was, I was not I was not checking for a Misty Night series at all. No, you know what I'm saying I figured but, she was just going to be in there real quick, right. like yeah. some throwaway straight drink. straight auxiliary. But like nah, like now I'm like yeah, I can see it. You know, take, what I'm saying? Right. Taking, taking nothing away from my sisters. You know, what I'm saying like black girls are magic. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But uh, oh, like, every, here we go. Everybody, here we go. Everybody bodies they roll in that joint. You know, what I'm saying like like Luke, your man pops. Bodies that joint, you know what I'm saying? Like Pops does, Pops does body. Yo, wait a second, wait a second, yo. Everybody seen the first episode. Does does Pops give Homeboy the worst haircut ever, dog? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody seen episode one. This like is, if you look, this is what we're he like, yo, about Pops, Pops did not bless about, him with the ill blade, bro. He doesn't. <laughs> he has nothing he, on Lenny. He didn't. He didn't have the bevel blade, dog. He didn't have the bevel. He did blade, not have dog. the double blade. It's like, how have you been in business so long, dog? <laughs> Because he's, he's just a part. He's just a part of all now. OG, you just let the you just let the OG give you bad haircuts. No, just on the strip, if you like, go to the OG for thirty years, you can't stop going to the OG. This is true. Now, like, here's what I need more of. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need more. I need more shades. Like, um, I feel like he's a he's a he he is a he doesn't. I don't think I don't know if he gets enough shine in the early going. Like he's kind of he's kind of there. He's yeah, kind of yeah, ominous he or whatnot, but um, like he he definitely bodies his role. Like that's great casting right there because mm-hmm. I really see him. You know what I'm saying? As 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 the guy that he's portraying, um, and that's like that's what it's all about right now. Like this is why you can't, you know, um, certain shows just don't make it. They have great premises, but like the cast and the believability behind them isn't. You know what I'm saying? Pushing it to the mainstream. And Netflix has been hitting win after win after win. Yep. Them and Marvel teaming up, releasing these joints. So. And, and let me let me just say that as a comic book dude, and you can check the stats on this, almost every character pitch perfect to the comic, except for Alfred Wood- Woodard's character, who is completely different because it was written in a different time. Her yeah. character was created and written in the 70s. 
So her character kind of changes because she's not a big fat black woman (laughs) (laughs) Um, with kind of powers. But um, yeah, everybody there is pretty like Shades is exactly how he is in the comics. Uh, Cottonmouth is like he is in the comics. Cage is like he is in the comics. He's reluctant until he has to step up. Um, Misty Knight, this is the beginning of her arc in the comics. If you read the comics, you know that she has a bionic arm. So it's going down. It's going down at some point. Yeah, it's going down. You know what I'm saying? And just like I said, the whole, you know, uh, how it's going to, I'm checking for Iron Fist. You know what I'm saying? For one of the reasons that you alluded to is because I think this is what Kwame wants to see. It's like, you want to see a dope-ass fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of what you want to see. Something that's entertaining to watch. Definitely that in Iron Fist. You know what I'm saying? And And, that's um, that's kind of what I'm checking for with the Iron Fist joint. I got two more points to make about Luke Cage and we can, like, roll out. You know what I'm saying? Shades, like, I'm kind of take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just as... The character, you know what I mean? Like, John B-Face coming through. It's just like, yo, and it's, and it's just something just automatically obnoxious about a person who wears shades everywhere at all times. Like, oh, why the fuck do you got these shades on right now, dog? You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in the Even in the most unlikely places. In the comic yeah, book, he's yeah. like Cyclops, though, right? Like, doesn't he have, like, laser? Um, no, he's not Cyclops, but he has a pair of shades that can shoot energy oh, beams the, the shade shoot energy beams it's not him yes it's the shade right. it's not him that makes total sense now it makes sense right clarify the uh, by, you know what I'm saying the super eyes but no it's the glasses right but, got you yeah even Good. so <laughs> shades is even wearing shades in the first place that cage ever meets him period which is weird right exactly <laughs> cause you wouldn't think of somebody wearing shades where they meet but uh, what's your second point? Yo, and then I th- I think I kind of mentioned it, you know what I'm saying, in the little preliminary discussion, yo, as I was watching it, and I was like, yo, are they really going to, like, set up this dichotomy where all, like, the villains just say nigga and all the mm. heroes are just like, don't call me a nigga, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I was wondering if that's how I was going to, if that's how I was going to rock, because, you know, I, I'm trying to place it you know what I'm saying I don't want to drop the scene and nobody is seeing the shit already you know what I'm saying but like you know there is a there is some particular scenes that go straight to that issue where I was just kind of like uh, alright yeah, you know yeah. no I know exactly so, what you're talking stop about stop preaching to me dad like, okay. I don't want to hear this you know what I'm saying day, like, I want to watch superheroes you know right you know what I'm saying <laughs> like I, it never came off like like super super heavy handed but it was definitely something that I noticed you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah yeah it was like, like is that the, is that the line that we're gonna draw here? And then like yo, it was it was funny to me, man, because like the more I thought about it, the more like all the villains and shit they even say it in like the real aggressive. And they just, do, like, you know, and just like the insulting tone. What are you doing here, nigga? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like damn, like what about just like the natural course of discussion joints that just get right. dropped and not like you know. The always <laughs> right turn up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like in the first in the first episode, the first scene of the first episode is in the barbershop, and they do kind of bandied it around around in natural conversation. Yeah, but I after feel like, that, you're right. It's like I also feel nigga. like the, right. I also feel like the the barbershop is kind of neutered a little bit. You know mm. what I'm saying? 
for having like yes swear jar. I okay, cool. Yeah. The fuck, yo, listen. I don't know if about y'all barbershop, bro. You know what I'm saying? But if cats ever instituted a swear jar in no. my barbershop, you know what I mean? Like, no. Either like we'd be able to feed the whole hood, the whole entire hood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Open swear jar. Or just like that shit would just be boarded up. Like next week, you would just come back and it would just be like. <laughs> <laughs> all, this, all the chairs moved out of that ditch it's just like yeah so that was one of the things because that's one of the I guess like at this point in our existence shouts out the barbershop movies but like the stereotypical place where we could come and just say however we feel in the barbershop you know what I'm saying Pops ain't having that no he wasn't barbershop. having that you know what I'm saying he's just like yo so but you know all in all super dope that's yeah. the consensus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. definitely. Shout out, or non-shout out, to that New York Times review talking about how Luke Cage is better suited as a sidekick to Jessica Jones, which is <laughs> I didn't, problem, I, it's problematic I didn't even, in two ways. Right, I didn't even watch motherfucking Jessica Jones, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, but it's problematic in two ways. One, you're saying a woman can't lead her own show without a sidekick. Whammy. And two, you're saying that the black superhero is only good as a sidekick. Like, come but on, you know, like you I said, like I, like I said, it addressed again to wrap it up, but like it addressed the climate that we in in a way that I didn't expect that it would, and it did make you think. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, like these white folks was like, oh man, there's a bulletproof Negro <laughs> wearing a hoodie in the right. streets, right? Like nobody can stop him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like the the amount of terror dog <laughs> like that shit would be like Freddy Krueger they'd be like telling him about Luke Cage is coming to get you and shit like if you're bad Luke Cage is gonna come and there's nothing you can do to stop him no <laughs> right he's no, coming man. to he's coming to rape all of your white women yeah yeah yo like exactly that though you know what I'm saying like no, man it would be give it to her freely <laughs> it's just Luke Cage Luke Cage would be the whole reason for black on black crime you know what I'm saying like <laughs> All right, it's so, all Luke Cage. Yeah, we and we need, we definitely need to have a spoiler talk uh, soon because there yeah. are, there are some things with with all these aspects that we can get into a lot deeper. Right. So put that on the. We'll do the spoiler talk at yeah. another juncture. You know. What I'm all saying? right. So moving. Moving on from one black show to another, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, is currently on his run with Atlanta on FX on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock. If you haven't caught the show, please, I implore you, go back, watch all four episodes that have come out, Kwame, and catch up because uh, LBJ, to me, this is probably the best show on TV currently right now. Uh, I kind of agree. Like, um, this Westworld premiere is on right now as we're recording this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, where? Yeah. And the intro to that joint was really, really dope. I, this is something random, but, you know, I had to say it because as I was recording it, the shit's on mute. And I was just like, damn, this shit looks crazy. Anyway, 
you know what I mean? I, I agree, man. It's definitely, I can't really name one um, show, especially cable television show, that is uh, really made me feel like, yeah, this is worth waiting a week to mm. watch <laughs> every week. Yeah, appointment you know TV. Like, yeah, like you bring the bring the whole aspect of TV back, you know what I'm saying, one time. Because Tuesdays, that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it, yo, I'm, it just, it's it's inspiring. And I think Luke Cage and Atlanta and, you know, all these other shows that are dropping, Queen Sugar, you know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of like the broader resurgence of black television a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think what they're realizing is is that there's a literally there's an untapped market that people are not reaching right now mm-hmm. um, that goes beyond you know what I'm saying the hip hop dating um, reality TV <laughs> the Kardashian joints whatever because it's insecure is about to drop too and you'd be able to add that to the list right too. right exactly insecure on HBO with Ice Ray so it's um. Uh, uh, I think I think they're starting to understand that that there is this market out there that's hungry for television that represents what they're going through, you know what I'm saying, the grind that they're trying to pursue, um, or just the everyday reality that we face. And so um, I think you know what I'm saying you're going to see more. These are going to be highly successful. I you know what I'm saying I, I can I think we can accurately predict that. And so you're going to start to see you know what I'm saying? I hate to say it, but you're going to start to see networks um, start to take quote unquote more of a chance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With shows like this and efforts to reach and gain more viewership, um, especially as you get more and more people cutting the cord, cutting the cable, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Right. Um, like the fact that I'm not able to get, you know what I'm saying, to the TV every Tuesday night at 10, I can still, you know what I mean, go online and catch up to this right. joint, you know what I'm saying, is, is, is what it's all about right now. And you could add uh, Blackish into that lineup too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like you know I wasn't I wasn't really on Blackish, right? And then I caught an episode and it was like these dudes, you know what I'm saying, are sending something out there to the masses on the it's spot. Good. You know what I'm saying? It's good. Like they're it's good, bro. they're um they're 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 Couching it and disguising it in comedic fashion. In TGIF form, Kwame. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? In the Carl Otis Winslow, you know what I'm saying, tomfoolery and shenanigans. And then you look and you read into it and there's like, dog, there was a message behind that joint. You know what I mean? And it might take a little bit of deciphering, but it's coming out there. So Blackish started growing on me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's good. So about Atlanta, though. Uh, it follows Donald Glover's character as he's trying to become a manager for his cousin who's trying to make it big in uh, rap in Atlanta. And it follows their shenanigans around, but it does it in such a real way that, you know, Donald Glover's character still has a day job. And he has, and you see this in the first episode, this is not a spoiler, he has a he has a baby he has a baby mama that he's not with but he's living with um real so like the way that it it's packaged is packaged in a real way however the actions that take place in this world are extremely surreal in a way that i feel like only donald glover can do because if you follow his his uh, hip hop career as Childish Gambino, and you watch all of his music videos, 
um, starting with Bonfire. Um, yeah. You know, and, and going up to his, his uh, videos from Because the Internet, like 3005 in Sweatpants in uh, Oakland. There's always something surreal that happens in the, in the video. And I feel like he took that and put it in TV and it works. Plus, he's just a funny dude. So, like, there's jokes in there, but they're not like, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not jokes. elbowing you. They're it's, not nudging you. Like, nah, 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 get this? No, it's like, but it's funny as shit. Well, like, dog, this, all right, everybody, everybody's seen it, right? Like, this is something we can talk about. Um, I mean, I've only watched the first episode, so I'm just going off of that, right? Yeah. But there, there are, you know what I'm saying, segments in there, like little sketches where it's like, it's, it's deadpan comedy. Like, there's no, you know, there's no, um, laugh track there's no uh it, it, like to them within the realm of the story it's not a joke but we look and we sit outside of it and it's like absolutely hilarious and at the same time it's so real like i'm looking at this segment you know what i'm saying where he's on the bus you know what i mean like mm-hmm. trying to on his way home he's got the kid sleeping in his arms you know what i mean trying not to disturb her he's got his headphones on like who can't relate to that joint right right and then you got a dude in the business suit next to him making the teller sandwich telling him <laughs> to take a fight like the 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 juxtaposition of the realness of what he's going through and then the comedy that's layered on top that's not presented as comedy but it's absolutely hilarious yeah. you know what i'm saying kind of exhibits i think the brilliance that you guys are talking about and that and that first the- conversation that he has with uh paperboy's cousin his roommate slash friend. Dope. Is, that dude. Dog, I was crying at that conversation. <laughs> the fact the fact that he was holding the plate of cookies with the gangster mask <laughs> on and a butcher knife <laughs> symbolizes symbolizes everything right there, son. Yeah, I think uh the fact that it swings so wildly between dramatic and comedy, you know what I'm saying, is one mm-hmm. of the reasons why it's like, you know. It's dark. It's darkly comedic. It, it is. You know it's saying? a dark. It is a definitely a dark comedy. You know, a lot of the shit that it really looks at is unflinching, and like you hadn't even gotten to that point yet. Kwame, I mean, you watched episode one. Like, right, watch all right. of them. So, you know, what I'm saying? so yeah. wait till you get to I hate Justin Bieber, dog. Just, man, Justin four, Bieber man, by man. himself, dog. Justin Bieber is the, alone, dog, is worth is listen, worth watching. Like, like I, 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 you know, what I'm saying, like I, I was, I was, I was debating, you know, what I'm saying, tossing up the idea of whether or not to catch up on Atlanta or watch another couple of uh, Luke Cage. I think I might catch do, up on do Atlanta, Atlanta tonight. Do Atlanta. I'll do Atlanta yeah, tonight, see, and I'll, Atlanta's I'll, I'll run through. Though. Yo, because because this yeah. is why Kwame, bro, because we have to talk about the episode that aired last week. Like, Which is the Justin Bieber I feel, episode. Yes, I feel like that joint can warrant just a, so much discussing <laughs> discussion alone, and the fact that you're like kind of noticing what we have we have been kind of seeing every week now is that like yo he really does tackle these joints in a real brilliant manner. You know what I'm saying? Because like that episode, man, it went over mad people's heads. Like <laughs> you take like the Twitter pulse, and it was just like yo that episode was whack. Like episode four was whack. And I was just like dog. No, you know no, what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, nah, that episode was everything. I, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you in the. I said and I said this before, and I think I said this in the chat. In the moment watching the show, not thinking about it, it was like that. That felt kind of weak. I mean, right. I know what happened. There were some scenes that that hit me, but I felt like it was weak. But then I thought about it and I slept on it, and then I came in the chat, and then. Me and two, shout out to to, to Big Two, uh, him, and, him and Illa, 
DJing at the Bears. So shout out to them. But um, yeah, shout out to the Bears getting their dubs yeah. too for sure. So me and him were talking about that episode, and as I was talking through it, it was like, wait a minute. No, episode four is probably the best episode so far. <clears throat> Listen, man. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Like, again, Kwame, yeah. that, that's your mission for tonight, bro. Just just I mean, knock them like, out. It, how many episodes are there total? Four so far. Four. You got like so an hour and 20 one. minutes, bro. Yeah, I mean, if that. Like, maybe, yeah. Right. So. Episode episode three uh, with my man Zan might be one of the funniest ones, too. yeah. It's legit. Funny. So shout out, shout out to Zan. Lives matter. So, but son, that oh, Justin, Bieber, that Justin Bieber <laughs> joint, uh, the song that he sings at the end. <laughs> yo, it's so yo, ridiculous. listen, <laughs> listen, yo, Remy, we just gotta table it because, like we, I said, we, this we is do. this it'll it'll be a whole conversation. Yo, I want so bad to talk about it, dog. That song you know what at saying? the end, dog, is so bad. But yeah, man, like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Atlanta, man, I think um, around this table, we, we all agree that it's a great show. It's already been renewed for a second season of 10 episodes. It's got it. So uh, we, we're getting that sometime next year, hopefully. Hundred dollar bills, got one 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 hundred dollar all right, so let's move through the next two real quick. Boom, you got a black business. What you got? The black business of the week, you know, is another business, you know, started by another Howard University alumni, O5er, April Warlaw. You know what I'm saying? It's Popcorn Queens, popcornqueens.com. They actually did uh, something for my um, baby shower as well as um, the first Taco Tuesday and the Thursday. They got gift sets. They got individual, you know, specialty caramel popcorns that you can buy. Um, the list of flavors is um, really significant. You can go ahead and get um, bourbon pecan, butter rum, Chesapeake, Chipotle, cinnamon apple, classic caramel, peanut salted. Um, you can buy individually or nice little, you know, gift baskets to give as gifts. You can find them at popcornqueens.com. Or follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Popcorn Queens. Uh, again, Black Business of the Week, April Warlaw, HU Alumni, PopcornQueens.com. Yeah, and uh, as far as I know, she's going to be at uh, Taco Tuesday on a Thursday this year, like she was last year. And oh, hopefully she, she bring threw through. down last year. Dog. Yeah, hopefully she bring through some popcorn. So, uh, yeah, let's shout that out real quick. Go to... The mixplateseries.com. Get your tickets for Taco Tuesday on a Thursday and the mixed plate about Howard. Come through, eat, feel right about you, yourself. You need to be a part of that joint, son. Y'all need yeah. to be a part of that joint and y'all need to be there when Remy rolls up on horseback. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why'd you spoil it? Why'd you spoil it? You spoiled it. Like. Nah, that's to throw us off. That's to throw us off. <laughs> Yo, like it, the party was just supposed to be going, and there was just a they were, they were gonna hear the majestic steed <laughs> in the background and be like, "Yo, what is that?" And then that's when you gallop up. <laughs> Yo, it, it may or may not be horses, though. There, were, there may be there may be an endangered species involved, though. <laughs> Wait, you gotta you gotta roll up on a centaur playing a violin, son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in my in my panda fur, you know. Full length, 
Exactly, dog. You know While saying? riding the panda. Go do ride on Harambe's shoulders, dog. <laughs> Where'd you find them? With the with the Where'd Frankenstein stitches, dog. <laughs> All like with an all lives matter jersey on though. <laughs> Why the jersey? Why? <laughs> Why the jersey? You gotta have a Bengals jersey on though. <laughs> representing the representing the team, the starting five of the all all lives matter team. Yeah, oh man, y'all are so fucking y'all are so stupid. Son. <laughs> Let's move it to my favorite part of the show. What are you listening to? And we'll start with uh, Kwame. What you been listening to? Uh, so shout out to um, Luke Cage. Uh, I was definitely, you know what I'm saying? They put together a Spotify playlist. Um, Marv- Marvel uh, curated it, you know what I'm saying? With um, songs that they play from you know what i'm saying throughout the the entire series mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you can go on spotify it's called the luke cage soundtrack you know what i'm saying uh so i was rocking that and then you know as a part of that soundtrack um they have a song with uh, run the jewels and um mike mike snow I think they're Swedish or Danish pop group or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I was like, who is this? And so apparently they released they released an album earlier this year in March. Um, you know what I'm saying? The triple I don't know what it's called, it's triple I, three I's or whatever. Um, but I was listening to that joint and that joint you know what I'm saying goes pretty hard so Mike Snow and then the Luke Cage soundtrack is what I've been listening to okay alright um yeah I saw you had posted that link in the group chat I checked it out uh that they got a Method Man song on there that's going to be on the actual Luke Cage soundtrack which I think comes out next week mm-hmm. um it's called Bulletproof Love and it's Method yep. Man produced by Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad and uh, it's really dope. It actually plays into the show. So yeah, yeah, if, if you keep watching, you'll eventually come across a point where you'll get that Method Man song. So um, it's, it's really cool. LeBron James Bond, what you been listening to besides uh, C Murder? Yo, well, that's every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, exactly. But, um... It's just yeah, but, <laughs> yo, so... 2016, I think, when we look back on it, it's been a really dope year for music. You know what I'm saying? Um, and right now I am on that Danny Brown Yes Atrocity exhibition And I am on Solange's joint That she dropped You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Between both of those, I've had a lot to, you know what I'm saying, 
Process. really go through, man. That, that that Danny Brown, I've been checking for it, obviously, since they announced the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> because I fuck with Danny just on the strength of being a unique individual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like a sea of, you know, uh, a likeness. You know what I mean? Like his album sounds like his voice sounds, <laughs> if that makes sense. He's, he's carved a unique lane for himself because it's definitely like a punk rap type vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? That really does, really does. Yeah, that really does go. You know what I'm saying? It carves out a very unique lane for himself, you know what I'm saying, within that framework. You know what I mean? You could tell that he was, like, listening to, like, the Ramones and shit. Right. And, man, uh, when when did you start listening to Danny? Oh, man. uh, Way, way back, you know what I'm saying? This was before he actually really stepped off into him. Into his his truth, you know what I'm saying, and becoming more unique, and he was just kind of like, I was listening to Danny Braid or Danny Brown when he had like braids and shit, right? You know what I'm saying, because like, I was gonna I was gonna Carl ask was you just like because this is like Joe every rapper, you know what I'm saying, and right? Like, you know, I, I was gonna ask you um, if you felt like I did. So the first time I encountered Danny Brown was on that joint with Elza, um, Contra. And oh yeah, yeah. That was, that was the first time I, I it, <laughs> and then that joint he said uh the chick looked like Predator and I was dying. He did. I was done. He did. But um He did. And I mean that that hook is dope. And that yeah. was, you know but Danny, like I said, his voice, you know what I'm saying, yeah. is a unique brand of rap voice. So my you question my question You either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. So my question to you was, did you take him seriously? Because I didn't at first. Oh yeah. I mean he was funny, you know right. what I'm saying? But like he was actually rapping. It wasn't later on until he really started to embrace how eclectic he was as a, you know, musician that I started to really take notice and appreciate him. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Excuse me, but that, that was kind of like when he took that step and I was like, all right, like, you ain't mad to be yourself around this bitch now. You know what I'm saying? Right. And your music is definitely reflecting that aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Because it sounds, like I said, it sounds... I don't want. To, I don't even want to say it's all over the place because it's still pretty in a focused place of just like hip hop and all these like rap and punk rock influences and still very much Detroit. Of course, the the posse joint with Kendrick and Absol and Earl Sweatshirt. You know what I'm saying? Ghost. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Earl Sweatshirt actually has the dopest verse on that joint. I I but, can agree. Yeah, but anyway, like, that joint is, is solid. And like I said, Solange, man, like, she came out the cut and dropped this really super dope, super black, like, R&B joint. Yeah, I'm and actually... It really goes. With I'm a whole bunch of Master P interludes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Master P dropping fucking life gems on these interludes. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know... It's so my hood, even though she like is kind of like a transplant, but she's been in New Orleans and just like making waves in my hood for so long at this point that you become honorary. You know what I'm saying? You can become mm-hmm. assimilated to my city the longer you'll be there. You know what I'm saying? A, as long as you, she's mm-hmm. a she's a wody, she's a wody light. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Wody like, adjacent. <clears throat> you know, wody adjacent. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, you, you know, accept the culture. The culture accepts you. You know what I'm right. saying? So you can hear those influences. She recorded it, you know what I'm saying, pretty much around the city, in the city, you know what I'm saying, the musicians that she worked with in the recording process. Dope song, like I said, man, like 
it's really, really good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Really well put together. Like, Wayne on that joint with a pretty dope verse. Q-Tip, like, they got some... It's got some, it's got some power in that joint. Okay. You know what I mean? And, like, I gotta respect it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like what Boom said with Venus and Serena Williams, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that discussion that we had, like, yo, when you got your sibling who's just mad nice... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the fucking realm. You know what I mean? Like, how can you come in the realm and try to, you know what I'm saying, be in the fucking same lane as Beyonce, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you? But, like, she successfully has managed to do that shit mm. with this joint. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, the, like, it's the same lane, but it's also kind of not the same lane. Right? It's not, it's not that's the what, same lane. That's what makes it incredible, bro. That's what I'm... I mean, I, I don't know if it's not at all. Like, the Venn diagram, like, they intersect at some like they, point. Yeah, you know they, o- because, they overlap, but because, I feel like the because scene- lemonade is also super black. Like, let's not yeah, confuse that. Definitely being definitely. a super huge black cultural moment. So it's riding off that wave, if anything, and like the wave that that lemonade and performance suit that super black ass halftime show during the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? It's like that energy from that is kind of also incorporated into this. Like I said, man, Master P is on that joint dropping gems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just just like and, they dropped you know, dimes with Charlotte. Yeah, so those have been like the joints that I've really been digesting and the Sky Zoo Apollo Brown joint. That was going to be my joint. Sorry for snatching it from you, but that's it. I listened to pieces of it. I haven't go, Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Cannon. Go ahead, Cannon. Right. Like, so, yeah. You read yeah. about it. So, for, first, um, in the beginning of the week, because we, we get into topics together for the show. And I definitely wanted to talk about Atlanta, especially after last Tuesday's episode. So that made me go back and listen to Childish Gambino's uh, discography. Um, I don't, I don't go back. I don't, I don't go back uh, past Cul-de-Sac. Cul-de-Sac is okay. Um, the EP that comes after that is pretty good, and then you get Camp, which is dope, and then you get the royalty mixtape. And then, um, then you get because the internet. Rec league, I ain't paying a bar. Y'all be string like a broke guitar, and he still put it down like the family dog. Yeah, I murder some, murder one, explain it all. Ferguson, we ain't gotta sing the same old love song. Cut a white girl with the same black gloves on. Yeah, what you saying to it? Old money, look, no money, don't do it. Make her turn around in they lane like a UA, and I'm only looking back if I'm looking at her booty. At her boo. Which is one of my favorite albums of all time, period. Like, period. Of any genre. I, I think because the internet is a is a genius level album. It's great. Um, I think he out kanye Kanye for that album. I think he did. He accomplished what Kanye has been trying to accomplish for like the past three albums. With Because the Internet. Yeah, yes, because he can sing. But also, the creativity that, that he puts into it is concentrated. It's It's focused creativity versus Kanye's all over the place creativity. So um I think because the internet is fantastic and then the the DJ drama mixtape is super dope. So um yeah, Childish Gambino was earlier in the week and then Sky Zoo and Apollo Brown dropped that Easy Truth album on Friday. 
They parked a Bentley on the corner Pulled in the baddest bitch you could've thought of Hit the roof and know we smell with sour and vanilla aroma Hit the drop down on the window Pushed a hundred out to touch his hand Sticking out the dark It was like a Nas cover I was like a god lover Stat of beers like the mall How me shit could be today But we ain't weak enough to ball Know the season on the way And we can keep it at the mall Or sweeter than Anita If it need to be a song And we caught up in the rapture oh, And I, I copped that off of Amazon Shout out to Amazon for having the um, If you buy the CD They give you the MP3s right away While you're waiting for the CD to arrive So Yo, Shout out to Amazon for having same day delivery now dog. Oh where you are? You, you ain't have that? Nah, they they just rolled it out to Raleigh. Recently, oh, okay. Like within the within the past few months. Yo, something. same day, same day is fantastic because I ordered a memory card same day, and some Jamaican dude rolled up in like a '97 Torcel and just handed <laughs> me a package, and I was like, "Yo, what is going on?" <laughs> you, want, you want all the same day? Right. <laughs> it was, the, it was so off with the air horns, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That was his actual. That was his actual horn when he was letting you know he was driving up. He just crashed to the ceiling of your office building off the dance hall ladder, dog. Like jump on wave. He got out the car and gave him a run up to the doorstep. He kind of did. So I was working at home that day, and so I ordered this memory card at like eleven o'clock. And at 5 o'clock, this Jamaican dude rolls up and literally just hands me a package. This shit looked like a drug deal. (laughs) Because he hands me a manila package with, like, no marks on it. And and rolls out. Doesn't say a word. You've been served. (laughs) (laughs) So, shout out to Amazon Same Day Delivery. But, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, Apollo Brown to Sky Zoo. Um, the album... And, and and LeBron, you can you can attest to this. The album has a lot of jazz elements, but it's a lot of mellow jazz elements. So yeah, I think you can, I think there's only one song that's really kind of, or two songs that's really kind of hype. The rest of them are way more mellow, way more like laid back, smooth. Apollo Brown is super super dope and creative with his chopping and sampling. Um, there's a constant record hiss happening through the whole thing which makes it sound very cohesive and um and uh nick and remy y'all y'all will appreciate this there's a song on there called on the stretch and bobito show where <laughs> yes. he he superimposes himself into the show and you you gotta li- matter of fact i'm not even i would normally cut that in here in post-production but i'm not because i want you to hear it like on your own but um that joint sets, I mean, it's in the middle of the joint, but I just kept playing that joint over and over and over. <laughs> because a dude like Fine. me, I'm from Philly, so I didn't get to experience the Stretch and Bobbito show. But but I, I reckon I know what it did. And when Napster came out, son, I downloaded so many freestyles <laughs> from the early 90s, mid 90s with the Stretch and Bobbito show. So you hear, so when he, super, so when Sky Zoo superimposed himself into the show, it was like amazing, amazing. So, so go check room. out, yeah, go <laughs> check out, go check out Apollo Brown and Sky Zoo, The Easy Truth. Um, Remy, did you say what you were listening to? Nah, um, in stark contrast to what, y- what y'all been on, man. Um, there's this dude that I follow on uh, on 
YouTube. Uh, his name is Todd Pritchard. I think that's the, that's the name of his channel too, man. He's a uh, he a guitar player, and he does like these wild ass covers of like uh, like R&B's joints and like and, and some hip and some hip hop joints too. And he has a he has one uh, music soul child joint, which is which is crazy. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to pick that up. But he uh, but he has a he did a cover of uh, Jay Dilla. So far to go. When we done with this joint, yeah, sure. you yeah, got to yeah, throw that link up. That. You know what I mean? Uh, I really thought you were going to be like, yeah, in stark contrast, I've been listening to Kitty Loggins or something like that. Like, I might get to the danger zone. I might get there, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I was on a Michael McDonald trip for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going to be there. Dude, had jaws, dog. Like, don't, don't, like, don't, 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 you sure do. <laughs> Shout out to Kenny Loggins too. You in the danger zone. Um, Tell him you were foolish. <laughs> Yo, if y'all if y'all ever have like like thirty seconds to waste in your life, dog, like uh, Google like uh, Michael McDonald trap music, dog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, that's not thirty seconds to waste out of your life, though. That's, that's like a four, solid four hours, hours dog. You know what I'm so. Yo, so I'm doing it yo, right so now. Someone, <laughs> someone takes like uh, like old Michael McDonald performances and like overdubs like trap music over them though. Like, it's fucking hilarious. It's, it's Michael. It's Michael McTrap. Michael, uh, Michael McTrap. Exactly. No, I can't believe like y'all never heard this joint. You never heard the motherfucking rich homie joint? No, no. The Michael McDonald. Yeah, it's homie? so funny Come though. Michael McTrap. All right, I'm Michael one McTrap, done. Though. Soon as this is over. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up so I can get to my Michael McTrap. Um, <laughs> yo, email us podcast at defconjive.com. Again, that's podcast at defconjive.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you, get you that free black business promotion. Um, also, tell us how offended you were. About Remy riding Harambe's shoulders with All Lives Matter. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Tune in. You know, bump our numbers up. Get us out there talking about black shit. I think that's it. Yo, Cannon, your fantasy football team is whooping my ass right Are now. Are we? Because <laughs> I was losing at one point. Like, yeah, he is. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear. Because I need Antonio Brown and I need... Uh, Le'Veon Bell to heat up. Oh, don't worry. Antonio Brown has got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got you, dog. <laughs> bet. Bet. Alright then. Then we out of here. This is uh for another week of Defcon Jive. This is your boy, Christ Son Wentz. <laughs> oh shit, that's me. Oh uh, yo, it's your boy Hulk Hoboken, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not about ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever, man. It's your boy, 
uh, D'Angelo Russell Wilson Fisk. Oh, man, yo. LeBron James Bond, man, a.k.a. Gucci Mandela, a.k.a. Marcus Barriota. You know what I'm saying? We out. Because he, he kicks in the fucking door of the conference room with the bolo tie. You know what I'm saying? Like, sp- spit some chewing tobacco out and shit. It's just like. And his small army. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm not going to no goddamn Los Angeles. <laughs> On your bitch ass. <laughs> A spittoon magically appears out of nowhere. No, no spittoon. Just disrespect. Just all on your papers and shit. <laughs> no, saying all on your files. Son, I'm shit, just, shit, I'm, I'm just, just imagining <laughs> Philip Rivers as Yosemite Sam, son. Yo, but for real though. No, I see him. I see him as Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> I say now. I'm not. I say I'm not going to know Los Angeles man, now. Man. Cartoons are so racist. Antonio though. Gates. Cartoons are so fucking racist. Like you look, at, <laughs> you look at those shits now, yo. It's just so, so terrible, bro. No, uh, between racist. between Speedy Gonzalez and Pepe Le Pew, I'm not I'm not sure like how he didn't turn out to be horrible people. <laughs> right. Know? Like I love Speedy. He's so Speedy, so terrible, bro. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yo, for sure. There's absolutely no doubt. There's 100% no doubt that Yosemite Sam is voting Trump twice. Yo, He's watching I the polls. <laughs> fucking guns out. I need out. Warner Brothers to green light that, man. Just have, like, pictures of Yosemite Sam with, like, a Make America Great Again hat on, Doug. Like, yo. <laughs> him and Foghorn. Yo. Both yo, of them would be uh, Trump Cannon. supporters. Cannon, you got to edit that out so we can just make some merch with that shit. Yo, I wish out. somebody here was good with the Photoshop. <laughs> Yo, we can like, get somebody to photo. That's that's easy money right there, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that shit is fucking genius. <laughs>